<laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Yo, I think we live. Yeah, we live. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yo. Yeah. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. 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 What up? What up? What up? What up? Yo. Yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Turn my headphones up. Hey yo. Turn my headphones up. Yo. Hey yo. War. What is it good for? A horn like Thor coming out with his hair all galore. I'm tired of it. These acts and all these hammers, bitch. Trying to do stuff like that or probably make your grandma switch over to the marble side. You know it's dark and hot when we come out in hell like them. Uh, all right. Uh, I really need to brush up on my freestyling. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if I'm still alive. <laughs> can, can, anybody, can, can, you, can you even see? Can you hear me and see me? Anyway, uh, good morning, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, well, please uh, forget everything you just heard because it was trash. Um, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. What's happening? As you all know, it's the new morning flow with the blurs that you know. It's me, your boy, Ty and Tyrone, and Jazzy, Jazzy, Fat Nasty. Me and Steph Bray is going to tell you what to think today. But after that, let's go and take a drink today because I'm going to need more than a shrink to rate all of y'all. Yes, this is all right. Like, please. You know what my problem is? I need to freestyle like at least twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like it, yeah. it, it, when I hear a beat like this, which is not really, you know, it's pretty generic. You know, it's like, you know, it gives me, it gives me inspiration. Like me and Ty used to kill beats like this. Yeah, I was about to say, we used to do it every day. So it was like, it was repetition. We was, uh, you know, the we, flow was there, everything, the, the vibe was right, the music was popping. Uh, you know, the medication. Uh, you know, medi like everything was everything. Yo, yo, yo. The medication, it's the dedication. I don't care whether you Jamaican, black, or Haitian. What is all the same three, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe it's gravy if Thor and Jane had a baby. But we can talk about that on the next, maybe. But I don't know if we gonna be still here, lady. Later, oh my God. I need, I need, I need studio rehearsal. Uh, we need to, we need to start practicing these freestyles. Let me stop, man. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> we back. It is Love and Thunder Day, boy. And Hallelujah, we got a God of Thunder to talk about. Let's go ahead and discuss some of the things that we're gonna go on the docket, man. As you all know, yesterday Love and Thunder was released, but not to be overshadowed by by this week's episode of The Boys, which was dope. <laughs> Season finale, actually, for those y'all who was paying attention. And let's see what happened with Mr. Soldier Boy and also Mr. Homelander and Butcher. We did have another episode of Ms. Marvel, and we got to talk about this because I don't know, uh, you know, how to feel about what's going on in, in uh, the Marvel sphere. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But for right now, without any more further ado, I give you thought. I mean, Thor, excuse me. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, there was a lot of thoughtery going on in this <laughs> I hope we all saw it. We'll talk about that. Of course, we are joined by none other than Bad Side Bricks. Yes, Soundman himself. We got Yazzy in the building, of course. We got Tyrone in the building. And, of course, on standby is the homie Stephanie, who I believe does have a question of the day. Go ahead and hit us off with some good news. Who are we, Miss hey, Yvette? Oh, I hit that too early. Uh. She's not here right now. Oh, no. she. Okay. Hey guys, I love the new blurred order. You should too. 
All right, guys, I ain't going to waste no time. Did we all see Love and Thunder? I believe so, because we was chatting about it. Just wanted to make sure first. Uh, who all saw Love and Thunder? Raise a hand. Me. Hey, all right, all right, all right. Let's just go down this real quick, bro, real quick. Love and Thunder's on the docket. Ms. Marvel's on the docket. And also uh, the boy season finale is on the docket. But let's just go ahead and get this Love and Thunder chat out the way. I'm going to keep right, it real. Real quick, I, I got you, Lisa. Uh, yep. Are we spoiling or are we not? Oh, it's yep. a good question. Uh, you know what? This is this is uh, you know what? Um, uh, I want to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> spoil. That's now, yeah, I know. I know, I, know. I know that means that we will lose half of our live audience, perhaps. Um, which let's sucks. Take a poll. You want to take a poll this time? Let's take a poll. Okay, all right. Let's take a poll. All right, we can do that. Um, uh, this is a if, democracy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, hold up. <laughs> look no, at, what, what are you talking no, about, Mini? Look, like if we're if we're gonna do if if we're gonna do spoilers, we could just be like, hey, we're gonna talk from now until ten forty five. We're gonna talk Thor: Love and Thunder. Join us at ten forty six for spoiler free reviews or whatever. Ah, yeah, our like spoiler free like wrap that. up. I like that. Boom. Fair enough. Thinking on his feet. Hey, look at that. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Um. <laughs> I wish we were that organized, because uh, I'm pretty, <laughs> like, like just just by saying it, I'm you know I, I'm already pretty sure we we're, we're probably losing folks. But um, yeah, man. Uh, let me ask. Let, let's do a, let's do a panel uh, uh vote first. Uh, how many y'all think that we should spoil it? Oh, for real, it's just I mean, me. I say, I'm down I mean, for. I, I never had a thought either way. I just want to make sure our audience is right. That's more. That's of. more why I said let's take a poll because like you know. Poll. Yeah, we went from ten to four people, so I, I oh, guess we did. We yeah, down. well, damn. I mean, uh, you mean ten thousand to four thousand, right? Of course, obviously, <laughs> that's how many people watch us. Uh, one hundred to forty is what she oh, meant. We're just getting started here, obviously. Oh, God. Uh, wow, I love my edit button. I need like a dump button. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man. I say, I, 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 how about this? How about we make this decision? How about how about we do a little spoiling until ten forty five, like Tyrone says, and then after that, we'll go ahead and we'll just spoil all the other shows instead. All right, right? spoiler embargo lifted on ten four at ten forty five. Ah, thank you, kind sir. And if you wouldn't mind, make sure that we stay within our jurisdiction so I that we do that. not spoil this <laughs> plot right here, man. So spoiler, yes, man. Do we have a spoiler thing to put up real quick. Uh, I think there's one. Uh, you know, I got uh, you. I got yeah, you. my mind. Uh, Tyrone's the tech guy, man. I don't know, man. I, I just push buttons here. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, that's what it is. So, Love and Thunder, guys. Love and Thunder came out yesterday, and I gotta say, uh, it was as Tyrone described in his text to me, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, there's a few things that I want to say about it. But before anything, yes, uh, I'm assuming you saw it. Uh, Ty, I'm assuming you saw it as well. Ty Bricks and uh, Bat Ty and Tyrone as well. But let's start with you, Yaz. Uh, first of all, uh, since we are spoiling, I kind of am starting to get really attached and 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 get real um, get real. Uh, let's just say uh, uh, I like how you describe the events. Could you break down what the movie Thor is about? You know what I'm saying this time around and what it is. You felt about it, if anything, and uh, you know. In fact. Um. All right. So, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um. It was great. I actually like really loved this movie. Um. I, it, in my opinion, it was my favorite Thor movie of all, like to date right now. Um. Right. It was. It was. You know. 
it was Thor. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cheeky. It was cute. It was you know like a little romantic. You know it 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 gave you all the feels. You know, and we definitely got to see a little more of Thor than you know we were looking for. We also did <laughs> some of Thor that we were looking forward to, but you know it's fine. But he did have a good you know like homage tattoo on his back you know for loki so that's what's up but uh this this movie was uh it was really it was really interesting we got to see a lot of different um characters come into the fold and like you know we got to see the guardians he was working with um you know guardians of the galaxy for a little while and then you know they split up and then he got to go work with grog so i thought that was really cool you know um <laughs> i freaking love this rock man i'm not gonna lie like he's like one of my new favorite characters like i i i love grog he's he's fucking hilarious to me i i just his whole scene in this movie was literally like it, it made me laugh so hard um but i don't know this this movie was it was really great we got to see you know jane come back and Thor was just, you know, all in his, you know, fanboy crush, you know, stage. So it was, it was really cool to see, you know, different dynamics of, you know, Thor. And it was cool to see, you know, his growth and how, you know, he kind of got to overcome, you know, the bad guys, so to say. Um, and I like to see, you know, like Valkyrie, Valkyrie kicked ass in this movie. It was, it was a great movie to see. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I was kind of sad to end it. You know, I was like, damn, it's almost two hours long. You know, that was, that was like the shortest Marvel movie to date. And it was so great. You know, I, I was like, man, we're, we're done What the fuck. So I don't know this, this movie, this movie was good for me. I really, I really enjoyed it. And the end credit scenes were awesome as always. Um, there was two in case anyone was wondering and make sure you stay for both of them because there's definitely some, uh, some new people into the MCU. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a great movie to watch. I definitely en encourage everybody to go and get your ass out and watch it in theaters. Do not wait to watch it at home. Wait, watch that shit in theaters. It, it, that, that is phenomenal. I'm going to, yo, listen, uh, I love the way you describe things. Uh, do you agree with everything she said, Ty? Uh, bad Ty, like, um, with regard to you know loving it being the best Thor movie, uh, I think she might have jumped the shark a little bit, but you know what I'm saying I, I'll hold my feelings till later. Uh, what say you, my friend? Um, <clears throat> I think I I think I'm more of the the, uh, the notion that it was just really really a fun movie. It was really you know it was funny. It was just funny throughout. Um, it had it 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 had it it was so funny that there were moments where it it almost was corny right like there was like it almost got to the point of corniness but um as far as it being the best um thor movie i mean i i'm <laughs> thor movies aren't always that good um so i could definitely say that it's 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 up there on the top you know the uh, uh i would say ragnarok would have been my would have probably been my my favorite but um yeah i could i could agree with with yes for the most part that it was it was it was probably the best one to, to date um there was a lot going on in this movie in a, in a very small time small amount of time um and i think they did a really good job of um you know giving you what they gave you within the time frame um i thought it was going to be a lot of stuff that didn't you know show up or we was gonna like have all of these questions which i still have some questions but mm -hmm. it 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 definitely for me because i took my son so he he's hard to please but he made it through he made it through the first hour 
before he said he was ready to go. So that that tells me that it was really, really <laughs> deep. It, it was deep. you know, because he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even have got through that first hour. I think the goats, the goats got him through. The goats, the goats, the goats the go, if, we're, if we're being honest, the goats stole the, goats the, stole the show. show. They on, stole bro. the show for sure, for sure. They stole the show, but that's that's it. That's all I got. All right, all right. Love it, love it, love it. And glad that little little prince decided to hang out in the theater and not just jet. Uh, Tyrone, what about you, homeboy? Your thoughts on the movie? Uh, what you love? What you hated? Anything? Uh, you're muted. You're muted, Tyrone. Oh my god. Thank you. I know that never happens. How I dare you? myself to shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I thought the goat thing would get old eventually, but it stayed funny the whole time. Uh, you know, I think uh, Taika Waititi is just uh, just really good with comedy. Just a, a, one of those comedic minds that works really well. I put this movie right up there with Ragnarok. I enjoyed the hell Whoa. out of it. Um, yes. Visually, it was uh, it was gorgeous. Amazing. Like I, I loved the locations. I loved the you know. Um, Omnipotent City was awesome. Uh, yes. The the Zeus scene was one of my favorites. Uh, Russell Crowe, like not one of my favorite people in real life. Uh, right. So like you know when I knew he was gonna be in this movie, I was like, uh. and then uh, the Zeus scene was really funny and it was really yes. good. And um, so it, it's you know there's just like a lot of just a like good scene after good scene after good scene. Whenever it did get into um, you know telling story, you know Jane Foster's story or any anything like that, uh, it was still you know it was still so entertaining. Uh, Chris Hemsworth obviously is is great and hilarious, and I mean he's yeah. killing this story. I, I think uh, I think Natalie Portman, her chemistry, her side of the chemistry wasn't great. I don't right. think, but I still think she was good. Like it wasn't enough to like throw the movie off. You know what I mean? Like I at no point was I like this is not as good as it could be. But uh, you know she was you know, she was she was good. It wasn't like Anakin Skywalker bad. It wasn't Anakin Skywalker Padme bad, but it was like you know it, it was. <laughs> It wasn't the best, like Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to see that love story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to see Valkyrie and Thor love story because, like, they got a really cool thing going on, a really cool banter oh. and stuff. Oh. But, um, yeah, I, I've got to say, though, I think my um, I do think my favorite scene was Valkyrie, uh, Jane, Valkyrie, Mighty Thor, and Thor versus Gore on that very small planet, just like the way it, it was framed, the right. the the with things that were happening during that battle, uh, it was all just, uh, it was great. It was probably the highlight of the movie for me. Yeah, them battling gore. All right, all right. Well, let me, if you don't mind, I like to give my little tidbits here. Um, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, I didn't like this one as much as I like Ragnarok, um, only because uh, I feel like Ragnarok was a little, a little more in tune with the MCU. I think that this was deliberately outside of where the MCU is right now in terms of it's multiverse centric. There was not one mention of the multiverse in this movie, which was good. I'm not complaining. This is not, it's not me saying, why the fuck they ain't talking? I just thought that that, that was one of the things that I loved about Ragnarok was that we had Hulk banner. It was, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like these, these are, the, you know, that we got introduced to the Valkyrie and oh my God, who doesn't love a good, um, uh, uh Ian Malcolm, uh, whenever he shows up, uh, <laughs> all right, obviously I'm, I'm talking about uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, uh, the fly. Um, <laughs> I, I loved the goats. I loved, <laughs> I, I love the fact that uh, uh that Valkyrie was in plain gear, you know what I'm saying? That she wasn't necessarily like in her. She didn't. I don't think she 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 didn't really get into her armor like almost at all. 
And uh, for those of y'all that aren't familiar, uh, these goats, the, these ain't just movie goats. Uh, little research and you'll learn that the goats are all over the comics. This is one of the one of the ways he, he gets around. Um, so this is something that was refreshing to see. Um, I, I, I got lost a little bit. I was a little bit lost and I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, I, let me not say lost, but let me find out where y'all heads are with this. Um, I was a little thrown off. I don't want to say thrown off, but I finally think I know what it felt like. Hey, Steph, what's up? Yeah. Hey, Steph's in the building, everybody. Um, I was a little thrown off by the gratuitous, completely unnecessary, salacious sex thoughtery that was going around that was going on in this book bruh they even chris hemsworth is like bruh i don't need to take my shirt off every five minutes the motherfucker damn near was naked the, almost the entire movie you know what i'm saying now i'm not complaining all right you know what i'm saying i mean maybe i am i am complaining you know what yeah, i'm gonna speak my truth i'm gonna speak my truth right now all right look it's okay if y'all want to flex the dude's muscles y'all want to show him off Y'all want him to be naked, show man ass and all that. But God damn, every single movie, every movie we're relying on Thor's parts. You know what I'm saying? Is that driving anybody? Is I mean, ladies on the panel, are y'all watch? All right. <laughs> yes, calm down. Already, yeah. <laughs> we're already like, uh, can you just hurry up and ask the question so we can just say yes? All right, well, it's Thor's. It, 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 let me, all right, the answer is yes. Let me see it. Okay, all right, all right. I'm well, sad we didn't get to see more. Like Valkyrie and the Emily Portman got to see all of it just eating grapes, and we just like got to imagine what these women are swooning over. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, show me just like a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I, something. Uh, if you yeah, had I'm sorry. Naked, show me something. I mean, it's a like cup. I'm just saying. All right. Well, sorry, there was no hero gasm uh, on uh, on. Oh, they uh, mentioned it too. I was like, Austin and I were really fucking surprised that they mentioned that shit. Actually, ah, that was that. That was the Vince Taylor segue for you. <laughs> I don't know if that's technically a segue. I, I feel like that was uh, like a, maybe a stroke. <laughs> we, like we got to the boys we got from thor to the boys in the same sentence. that shit was wild that was like holy shit all right all right, all right. well listen um I, I look i'm not uh, again i get it do whatever it is you got to do to sell movies i see that i'm lagging right now so i'll probably pop off for a little bit and refresh but my question for the two for the two young ladies on the panel and shoot uh, uh look maybe for the men as well let me not be sexist um would y'all still see and enjoy thor as much if his shirt was on the whole time, if he did not have any, if, if he was not built like somebody made in a factory, like he looks exactly like his doll. <laughs> like he looks like, he looks like his action figure, almost even more swole. Would you see it if it wasn't for his looks? I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Ladies. Yes, I guess you answered that question. 100p, I'd see it still. Uh, I'm curious about Steph. First of all, welcome, Steph. Sorry about the, the confusion earlier today. And we still have a Steph Ray question of the day to get to. Um, but while we got you here, quick, quick jump on, jump on the on the train. Uh, how you feel now? Precursor. We already kind of know your taste. So let's just throw this in the mix. If <laughs> Thor wasn't Chris Helmsworth, but was, I don't know, Yaya something, something, or Idris something, something. Uh, and his his whole, you know, his build was like this. Would you still see the movie if it wasn't? How much of this movie is 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 built on Thor's muscles? Is I guess what I'm asking, Steph. 
<laughs> I mean, I th I think that Thor needs to look like Thor. It would be weird if they cast, you know, Peter Parker looking dudes as Thor. <laughs> um, I I would still see the movie if Chris Hemsworth kept his shirt on. I don't mind that he sometimes doesn't. You y'all know white dudes are not really my thing. I would not date Chris Hemsworth, but I would date Thor. There's a difference. <laughs> you have to keep the costume on all the time. Like, I don't want to talk to Chris. Be Thor. That's who, that's who I signed up for. I'm just saying that's a start of a conversion. I'm just saying that's a start yes. of a conversion. Yay us. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right. So, keep the outfit on. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for you if you don't mind. Okay. If, please. if, uh, if the roles were reversed and Valkyrie got her uh, uh, costume flicked off, would you be as upset? Oh. Fuck no. Because I'm no. So you just so so let me ask. So did you when you after you saw this movie, did you just go home and do like 150 angry push-ups? <laughs> I did 20 bench breaks. Okay. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, listen, all right. Look, I get it. I know sex sales, and I'm not trying to downplay the fact that. Listen, look, I, as a as uh as a as a perfectly as a dude who's completely comfortable in my sexuality, I can say that Chris Hemsworth is an attractive male, and I could easily see why women would swoon over this young man. All I'm saying is this is the only movie where we get multiple nude scenes, you know what I'm saying? And 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 Chris Hillsworth himself, I'm not making this stuff up. Look, let me read to you where Chris or you know what uh you know y'all are lucky that my internet uh just had to be refreshed. I think he's my... I think you and him are the only one mad about it and he's mad because he's really <laughs> exploited. You're mad because he's getting exploited too. So y'all mad for the same things. Like you don't want to see his naked body. He don't want to show his naked body. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's mutual, but I think y'all two are the only ones upset about it. That's all I'm saying. Like oh, you know he was like he could keep the Thor outfit on and I'd still We'd still like. Really. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like many had the best comment ever. Like Why? this, oh, this is like, great. Look at this. Sorry, Bahala marshmallow swirl. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to. There's a men's health article here. It says uh, Thor. Uh, the actor said this nude scene has been a decade in the making. Ever since yep. he first shed his shirt for 2011's Thor. Saw that too. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's too mad about it. He was good with it. Please, he didn't he say said, that. That he didn't said, oh, here, I here, the first time I played Thor, I took my shirt off and I thought, you know what's going to sweeten this? A decade from now, it's all going to come off. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. All right. Well, I, I'll see I'll see your uh, that happened and I'll raise you with this, sir. What we'd set out to do, which was just sort of reinvent this world and the character and, and, and make it uh, a lot more of a sort of fantastical adventure and a lot more humor. We're messing with with the expectations expectations of these characters, and that could be tricky territory for for fans and the Marvel universe. It was all about um, just rolling the dice and taking risks, you know. And anytime it felt too familiar or too safe, we'd just try something different. You know, we're like, let's not do the buddy picture where we're just bitchy to each other. Let's do the one where we we really genuinely love one another. You know. Here we go. Ken Brennan came up to me the, uh, on the first film and said, oh, look, you know, we've got the shirt off scene. You know, how do you feel? And I said, oh, man, I've been working out for eight months. Let's, let's, I'm ready. Let's go. And this time around, there wasn't one in the script, which I was really happy about. And then Tyker said, 
no, I think we need a shirt off scene. I was like, oh, no, we've done that. We've done that. Don't make me do it again. Be proud of that, Chris. Be proud of what you've achieved. Surprise. This will be such fun. So. I'm proud of so, all he's achieved. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's starting to. I, 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 I'm going to take that question and reverse it, Tyrone. Mm hmm if this was Tessa Thompson and she was saying, please don't make me take my shirt off. And then we once again saw her taking her shirt off. Would we say, oh, hell no. Well, How I, hell this man, think, this male patriarchy of a world is going to force her to take her shirt off. Well, I didn't he, interpret what he was saying that way, though. He said, we've done the shirt off scene. Don't do that again. Right. Yes, he's Why like, not? don't do the same now thing again. again. Now, like, but they did it again. They actually took it a step further. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, right. They ripped yeah. all his clothes off. Like, and while talking like, about this movie. It was masterfully done, bro. And he's yeah, like, talked, time. Yeah, when he talked about this movie, he said, uh, let's see, he said, this this moment has been a long time coming and he couldn't be happier. Quote, it was 10 years in the making. That scene, Hemsworth told Variety at the premiere, adding it was kind of a dream of mine. Oh shit! Yeah. Right. So what I, I think what he's saying is artistically, you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again right. because it's something that people expect or something, you know, whatever. Like so, artistically, uh, like go further. You know what I mean? Is uh, what he was saying. Yeah. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo, first of all, fuck you and your rationalizations uh, <laughs> and taking the fun out of this whole thing. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> look. I mean, obviously, it's the right decision to make. I mean, look, the dude's not working out to be, you know, closeted. You know what I'm saying? I mean, good Lord. I mean, I, I'm going to keep it real. Stores went on people that you get on, like, you, you're not like, oh my God, he's sexy. But you're like, I don't want him on the elevator with my wife if I get off the elevator. You know what I'm saying? You, know, like, <laughs> like, you, you look at him, you're like, you know what? If I had to switch bodies with somebody and add a little melanin, I guess Chris Hemsworth could be in the running. But without going too far, because we do have a lot of subjects and we did discuss time moderation last week. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, 10 minutes. it seems like, it seems like Steph is in and out, um, but Steph had such a good question of the day today that I'm going to go ahead and jump started. Um, one of the things that I loved about this movie was seeing new characters. One of the new characters, obviously, that we saw was uh, Miss Natalie Portman's version of the Mighty Thor. All right. Natalie Portman is the Mighty Thor. Not the worst thing I've heard in the world. I don't know if I really liked the character development. It was a little, th this script, it was a little bouncy and I want to discuss my issues with it in a second. Mm -hmm. But in addition to this is we also got to meet new characters like, um, uh, uh, and I would like to take a moment and introduce, every introduce everybody to Heimdall's son. Okay. Who was dope as hell? He's his name was evidently uh, changed in this movie from uh, 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 Astrid. Astrid Astrid to mm -hmm. uh, 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 from Guns and Roses Axel from Guns and Roses, um, which I mean it can be problematic depending on your viewpoint. Uh, I'm not one. Of, I'm a. I like listening to rock and alternative and stuff like that. So I'm not one of these people to judge. I actually dig some of that stuff, and I accredit black folks with the creation of rock and roll. Um, but there's a lot to unpack, man. Uh, this was really dope for me. But we here have another young person being introduced to the MCU with the potential to have on-screen uh, 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 roles in the future. So I just say that to segue into Steph's question of the day, uh, since Steph hey. is here. Uh, Steph, if you don't mind, man, uh, if you could give us an idea of what the question of the day is so we can go ahead and start thinking about our answers. Absolutely. So 
as much as we love the Avengers and are going to keep following them, we got to face the fact that they are getting old. But Marvel has done an excellent job of making sure they will continue to capture our hearts by introducing kids. We got Baby Wolverine and all the little X-Men. Now we've got Baby Heimdall, Baby Thor. We have the teen angst of Miss Marvel and America Chavez. I want to know, who are these kids going to fight? So they're pre-existing or hypothetical. Who are the legacy teen and kid villains that you are dying to see? Mm. So basically, we're sitting here getting fed all of these new characters. Who are they going to fight? Who do we want them to fight? All right. We got an hour on the clock for y'all to make up your minds in between segues and in between discussions. Let's try to have at least one good solid answer for about 1145. Can we, can we, re, can we re hear the question one more time just so I can, you know, relish it? Yeah, as a stalling. Sure. So, <laughs> Marvel's been doing a great job at giving us the next generation of kid heroes. I don't want to see them fighting adults. I want to see kid and teen villains. So who are the legacy villains that you want to see their kids, many versions of them, up on the screen knocking these kid heroes around? Damn, that's a good question, Stephanie. God damn, I don't have to think about this one. I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm going to say diabetes. Uh, I need these. No. <laughs> I will put these kids on the front line for January 6th. Uh, but that's all the subject. Um, great question, guys. Hope y'all are paying attention out there in the blurred sphere. Comments, welcome as well. And you ain't got to wait till the end of the show to give us your comments. As I'm lagging, you don't have to lag. Go ahead and just let <laughs> us know what your opinion is. Who does? Who should these? Now, for those of y'all comic heads that are so deep in the we already know who they're going to be fighting. Because Look. We know what that is, but just tell us what your what your opinion is, man. Quit being so technical about it. All right, cool. So, uh, now have been... huh? all right. So what? the question is, who is the villain and who are they fighting? Right. Well, who who are the kid or teen villains you want to see? Like Heimdall, from my understanding, Heimdall's son was invented for this movie. Right. He, from my understanding, is not a comic book character, oh so God, it could be an actual oh, kid or teen oh, villain. Or if there's a villain that you're like, I want to see them have a kid. I want to see many this villain. Who would that be? Okay, that just made my my better. Thank you. All right. Okay. Okay. So so it so at the end of the show it'd be like um all right um Heimdall's son. I want to see him go up against um Galactus or something it, like that. You you <laughs> could identify the hero. You don't have to. I just want to know who's oh, okay. the villain. I I got my uh, I know the child of the villain that I want to. I want to see. Wait. Okay. Speaking, oh, yeah. Speaking of Galactus, can we just like interject all of the Eternals that were popping up in this fucking movie? I'm just saying, oh. like, they literally flew through two Eternals. If you didn't like, like with the goats and everything, like so when they were leaving, yeah, like they they flew through two different Eternals. I'm just saying. So like, yeah. do we know exactly? Because I I didn't like get to like, you know what I'm saying, like stop the screen, you know, to like see who the fuck they were real quick, you know, and do some research. But like, that's, that's another, those are two Easter eggs for us Marvel fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously the Eternals are going to be in, in the MCU really soon and they're going to be fucking popping up. So we better get Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? I'm just saying like, they had to laugh. Stop fucking lying. That was that. That was my elbow. That was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 
Why are you lying on Marvel, yes? I'm not lying Love on Marvel. Yes. I'm just saying, like, Easter, Easter egg-wise, like, I'm just no. saying, like, that city was in between two different Eternals, like, that, like, like that's why no one could find it, because, like, two Eternals were, like, holding that city together, they, like, so I'm just saying, like, maybe you need to rewatch it, but I literally, like, looked at Austin, I was like, yo, did you fucking see the big dudes? And he was yeah. like, what? So I'm just yep. saying, like, it, they're there. So I just, I'm, I'm just saying, just if it's, if it shows up later, I fucking told you so. That's all I'm saying. Oh well, you know what? Uh, not only have you pointed put us on to something, yes, but I have uh, an Easter egg that I don't know if you guys saw it or not. But yeah, in addition to what you call the Eternals, what Tyrone calls the Celestials, the Watcher was in was there did y'all see the watcher the statue yeah the statue of the watcher was literally right there i'm trying to upload it right now if i can but i for one didn't even see it my little one saw it kiki is starting to become an easter egg hunter uh and she literally was like that did you see the watcher i was like no i did not she's like look, look, look. and we yep. look closely and sure enough i'll upload a picture here before the end of this segment but oh, there's, there's, you're right. I said, I said there's probably so many Easter eggs that we didn't see because, I mean, that's what Marvel does. Mm -hmm. But I do want to bring something up and maybe y'all can help me unpack this. All right. And then we can, you know, maybe keep it rolling or whatever you like. But my daughter, who I see a lot of these movies with, she said something really interesting to me. And I thought that y'all should give me I thought this was something that I, I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna bring this up on the show. My daughter, 11 years old said that Marvel, she didn't use this word, but she said it's basically becoming formulaic. All right. It's 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 gotten to the point where when you see a Marvel movie, you know exactly what you're going to see. And I was like, OK, explain. She says, OK, well, you're probably going to laugh. All right. You're going to you're going to you know meet the hero. Then they're going to introduce you to a villain. And then the villain, they're going to give you another side of his story so that you don't necessarily think he's so bad. And then they're going to have a fight scene in which you're going to laugh a little bit. And then before the end of it, there's going to be a resolution. And then there'll be two, two scenes at the end of the, uh, during the credits. And that's what a Marvel movie is. And she's like, it's kind of getting a little, <laughs> my, my daughter's 11. She was like, it's kind of getting a little old, but we love it. I don't know. I think she might have a little bit of a point. It is getting a little predictable. We knew to stay in the theater afterwards to see whether or not those two, uh, those things, uh, those um, uh, credits in credit scene, post credit scenes are going to be there. We did expect to laugh. Uh, we got a lot of laughs in this. Um, is Marvel's formula too predictable now? Is it at the point where it's like, look, bro, give us something else because we already know exactly what's going to happen once you pitch us a Marvel movie? Yes, Ty, please. Um. Well, first and foremost. Um, as far as the post-credit scenes and everything like that, um, that's not included in this discussion. Leave those alone. Continue to do those. Because <laughs> you know, we those every movie. Um, but yeah, Kiki's absolutely right. Um, and I and you know I've been saying this for a very very long time with Marvel. Um, give us a give us a villain who is a villain and stays a villain throughout mm -hmm. the course of his villainry. Um, and that part for me is the part that Marvel continues to drop the ball on. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a show we're going to talk about later does an excellent job of giving you a villain and, and mm -hmm. sticking with that villain. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I watching love and thunder. I had the same, I was with Kiki. I was like, okay, so we, we doing this again. Right. We're going through this week because I mean they led the story off 
with that. So it's like, oh, okay. I already knew right then what it was what it was all gonna boil down to at the end of it all. So um, you know, without trying to give everything away, but um, but yeah, so yeah, so so you're saying that you wasn't really a fan of the guy butcher as a villain. Nah, I wasn't. I'm not saying I wasn't a fan of him as a villain. What I'm saying is I would like to see Marvel like really lean into a a a villain's villainry and continue to stay consistent with it. Don't always, you know, start uh, a villain off with this this, uh, you know, backstory of him, you know, not getting love or needing love or giving love or, you know, protecting love or saving love, you know, or, or something to that degree. I don't, I don't want that. Give me a villain that's just evil as fuck. That's just out here doing shit just because he can and just continues to do it and, and like poke at all the superheroes. Like which one of y'all going to stop me? None of y'all. I'm going to keep doing this shit. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's what I need. I need that in Marvel. Give me somebody like that. One time, just one time, and we can't, can't get it. Can, can I interject? That's a good point. Please, yes. Oh, okay, so we we did get that kind of villain. Um, Thanos. We we had him for two movies, did we not? Thanos. I I yeah, completely yeah. disagree with that. Thanos yeah. was like he was he wasn't an evil like just completely maniacal villain. He had a he had a purpose. He had a child. He had compassion. He thought what he was doing was the right thing for the universe. He was basically like it, it, it cleaning half of the, the universe was his version of climate change. Like he was like, right, but he's still a villain. Like, and he still had a purpose. He still stuck to his purpose. He still like led true to what he believed in and like stuck through it until the day he died. So that's, I, I'm just saying, what you're, saying you're contradicting yourself. And Tyrone is listening to me and he's like, well, yeah, yeah, it, right. It sounds like what y'all want is a psychopath. Thank you. And that's, that's what I'm like, let me, let me finish my point here though, real quick. Like before we, we continue on to this, this rant here, because you guys, Marvel does a great job of giving us a different side so that way we can have two-sided looks it's not just one clear view of like oh he's a bad guy this is why he's bad fuck the world you know what i'm saying like they give us a more broader look of like hey you know not everyone is bad you know what i'm saying like th these things led to you becoming the person that you are you can either be a good person or a bad person but because of the events that happened it led you to where you're at and then the hero comes in and tries to change that and it's up to the villain to decide if they want to do it or not that's that's marvel yes because there's superheroes dc doesn't have a formula like that and that's why they fucking suck that's why we don't look forward to any of their fucking movies you know what i'm saying we're just like oh here comes another like buster you know what i'm saying like we're just like oh we'll watch it but you know what i'm saying like at least with marvel we have a specific type of thing that we're looking for and it's not yes it, it i see where you guys are saying like it's coming it's becoming predictable but at the same point it's not as well because they're doing it in different contexts you know what i'm saying like spider-man no way home it had a bad guy the bad guys came from different universes some of them got changed over one of them didn't so i'm just saying he stayed true to being a bad guy so like what you're saying you're you're contradicting yourself in some of aspects of like certain characters because some of them do stay true to themselves and die that way and right. some of them die changing their perspectives which is what marvel's trying to get us to understand is our perspective on things if we see it one-sided of course it's going to be good or bad but if we see it on both sides and take the good with the bad 
that's what makes a great fucking story. That's what gets us to keep coming back. That's what gets them to fucking keep selling shit to us. You know what I'm saying? Is that how they tell the story from that person becoming a good person and going bad to like deciding if they're going to be a good person again. All right, Ty, what say you, bro? Yeah, um, I, 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 I love the energy. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Let me just start by saying that I love the energy. Um, however, um, you're wrong. Um, and at the end of the day, it's, 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 it is the same thing with all of the villains in Marvel that like one of the things that you said was you said like they, they, they stay a villain to the end. No, not one has stayed a villain to the end. At the end of the day, they all have some type of change of heart or some mm -hmm. type of, um, you know, moment where they're like, like you said, they can choose to do good and they all fucking do good. I don't want that. I want that one villain that like like you said stays all the way to the de to the death of them okay. and doesn't change up in the end and say you know protect this or just, uh can just i just look throw out, out killmonger killmonger died look, hold, on, hold on hold on let me finish or does or doesn't or doesn't doesn't change up at the end and say you know, i'm i made a mistake or i'm sorry for what i did or any of that. i don't need that from a villain I need a villain that literally one time, I'm not even saying this all the time. I'm not saying consistently they have to do this. I'm just saying that like what Kiki said, we're tired of the same story. It ends up this being the same thing at the end of all of these movies, including this one that we just saw. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm just saying, like, 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 like Minnie said, Killmonger, Doctor Doom, still stand by Thanos. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we still have had people like they die with their fucking evil ass beliefs. It may not seem bad and so bad when they're die, but it's still they're still fucking doing it for their own selfish beliefs. You know what I'm saying? It's still bad. So I'm just saying, like, they still die a villain, no matter what. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting that out there. Like, no matter what, like, not everybody. Kill, like, Killmonger, I don't know if he was a villain. <laughs> like, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. His, Marvel made you for. see his perspective. Right. I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. You. Sorry, real quick though, Yaz, the Thanos, Thanos was was that guy you're asking for though. He absolutely was. He never had a change of heart. Uh, they you. cut his head off once because he destroyed the Infinity Stones. He was like, "This is done. I'm done. I'm good. Like I did my thing. I've made it. This is great." Uh, and then they, you know, they got him back and they they fought him until they had to kill him. Uh, he was not going to relent. Not, not only that, but he doubled down. He was like, I was going to let y'all live, but now that you have annoyed me, I'm going to just kill everything. Like, and I'm just mm -hmm. going to wipe out the entire universe. Like he went further with his stuff before he died. So he's that guy you're looking for. Uh, um, well, well, in Thanos' case, in Thanos' case, to your point, um, Thanos was different in the sense that Thanos was emotional from the get the get go. Um, and he literally was he came out the gate trying to change the way that the world, the universe uh, functioned where, by, by destroying, you know, half the population or whatever, or one fifth or whatever it was that he was saying. And at the end of the day, I think what 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 cha would change my opinion of him as the villain was the moment when he had to sacrifice um, um, uh, Nakamura. Um, uh, What's what's her name? Not it wasn't Gamora. It was Gamora. Gamora, yeah. The green lady the green, is Gamora. The green oh, lady. that's her name. Yeah, they're I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, it's early. So anyway, yeah. So at when when he sacrificed her, I think that the at that point 
for him, it was like, I got to go all in because I just lost the one thing that I love so much. All, all, all I'm saying is, is like with, when, when I'm, when I'm, when I envision a, 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 a true villain, I'm talking about somebody who embodies evil all the way through consistently, not no moments where we're over here, like as audience audience um, as the audience sitting here, like determining whether we, we think he's a villain at that moment or not. It's like it, that, that, that to me, if you, if I have to at any moment be like, Oh damn, he is doing it for a good reason. Or, Oh man, like, you know, he just killed his daughter. If I gotta feel sorry for the villain, it's it's right. like it's not being it's not being. But wait, but That's wait though, and yeah, yeah. just Lisa, just to answer your question, we definitely moved on from uh, the Thor conversation. We've moved on to like villains and shit like that. No more spoilers. Like, Marvel like has a specific. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so with with Thanos, you got to remember though, um, he didn't kill Gamora because he knew he was gonna need to feel some type of way to sacrifice her ass when he when she grew the fuck up. Remember that she was there for a certain purpose and plan that he, he didn't just find a child and decide he was going to fall in love with a random child after he killed her whole fucking race. OK, remember that he killed her whole race and kept her because she was a fighter. And then he fell in love with her and knew he was going to have to sacrifice her. That's why he adopted her, because he knew he needed the soul stone to get her. You wow. have to sacrifice something in order to get the soul stone. So I'm just saying that motherfucker is evil to the fucking core his whole time. You got your villain. I'm done, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy, uh, as Ty says. Um, let me jump in this real quick. Let me let me jump. Uh, uh, just this. Let me let me let me piggyback on what Ty's saying and just say that I kind of I kind of agree with him a little bit in the sense that we haven't had in the Marvel universe. Let me. I'm gonna back away from like the whole. I don't know what kind of villain he's describing. We haven't had a relentless, completely psychopathic, completely like like a, a non uh, uh uh psychologically motivated you know villain that is just completely completely fear like somebody i completely fear uh, uh, switching genres a little bit we just watched ty i, I can't speak for y'all I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all didn't but we just watched this episode of star trek where they employed this creep this species called the gorn all right the gorn don't give a fuck they don't have Feelings. They just want to eat humans. They're big. No, 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 not just humans. Like, let, let clarify. They'll they'll eat each other. Yes. They, they, like they don't. That, they're so no. It's they're so bad that when they're born, the first thing that they do is kill every all the other ones that are born to to assert dominance. Dominance. And, and the and the dominant one is the one that that survives. So like that's like that, that's a you would think that would be the end of the species, but right. somehow they they managed. To, <laughs> so so yeah, so like, I guess so the point I guess here is that like Gorn like um we're not trying to say the Gorn needs to enter the MCU, but like we've been Marvel. It's not first of all yes uh, I agree that that Thanos was was evil in his own right, but I think what we're what what we're saying is the level of Marvel has gotten to the point where almost all the villains. And we've discussed this before. We like this about Marvel. The fact that their villains are not black and white, that they're not always just, oh, I just want to rule the world. That they all, that the most like Margot, uh, Margot uh, uh, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. If we think about all of the the the, the, the DV, the, the Disney theme shows for Marvel, almost all of them are, myth are, 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 are um, methodically 
uh, um, trying to get some goal accomplished and unfortunately have to do bad things to get those goals accomplished. Like what Ty's saying is like, all right, we get it. That's a dope formula. It's okay to switch it up every now and then, though. In this particular movie, that didn't happen. We got a uh, a, a sympathetic story for a villain that we, in the end of the movie, ended up feeling s- sorry for. Spoilers, uh, not you know, uh, whatever. So, um, so it, 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 I, I'm I'm kind of on board with Ty. I'm hoping that um Kang uh gives us a de- that there's one of the versions of Kang is a deeper, more ferocious less methodical more completely just evil i just want to black things out type of villain kind of like it was in a in a in thor 2 with the dark elves where they just wanted everything to go back to blackness that's true tyrone it sounds like your your issues aren't with the mcu or with but just with marvel and the way the comic books are written because that i I can't like i can't think of many just pure psychopathic villains in marvel that are just doing it just for the love of the game you know what i mean like everybody has motivation Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even even uh, Doom, like Doom, is an evil dude, but he also like really just wants to run his kingdom. Like he does, he wants to just you know run shit. Like he he mm-hmm. thinks he'd be a good leader, so he wants to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there aren't many of those guys. Like uh, Kang in the in the comics is often motivated by trying to save the love of his life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Thanos really had about the most evil intentions uh, in, in the MCU. Like just basically, I just want to kill like half the universe. And then he was like, nah, I'll just kill the whole thing. You know, that, mm-hmm. you know, that was Thanos. But uh, a lot of the, a lot of the traits you're describing in a villain, like that, that kind of like mindless psychopathic, just drive to kill. They, they give that to like the, the underlings and the henchmen, like think of a guy in the MCU, like crossbones, right? Mm-hmm. Crossbones just wanted to, you know, he wanted to just kill Captain America. He was mad. So he wanted to kill him. And he was going to he was going to keep trying until he died. And he died. You know what I mean? So it's like they kind of, uh, you know, they don't flesh those guys out as much. So it's just I think it's a Marvel thing. I don't think it's MCU thing. It's just, uh, mm. you know, there's there's just like these layers to these villains, even gore in the comics, like gore in the comics, uh, you know, starts to have an ex- existential crisis about the fact that if he kills all the gods, what does that make him? Is he now a god? Is he the thing that has he become the thing he hates? You know, that sort of thing. So it's, uh, you know, it's, I think it's deeper. This is just marble. Yeah. They're just yeah. deeper. Yeah. They're, that's oh, what yeah. I think. No, you're good. I think, uh, initially, though, the, 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 the state, the whole reason we even started this was based on the fact that Kiki was saying that it was just, it was the same old, it was predictable as the same old, same. So we, we understand mm-hmm. that it's marble. The point is that, 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 you can be consistent but you can also have room to to sometimes change up and like just because everything comes from the the, uh comic um as far far as source material does not mean that you can't at this day and age incorporate uh something a little bit different um to add flavor to what what you're already doing um and i just think that because uh, Marvel really doesn't have any competitors that are pushing the envelope. Um, then they're they're just kind of in a comfortable setting where they can just keep making the same type of movies and get the same type of responses because we're we're we don't really have anything else. So until until something uh, steps up and 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 challenges Marvel to be better, then uh, expect what you you get. I I feel you. I I don't think that taking away layers of villains is going to make things better though you know what i mean i I think that would Mm -hmm. only make things more one-dimensional 
uh, if you're just like, hey, this guy's bad. We got to kill him. You well, that would be if it was a consistent thing, too, though, Tyrone. I'm not I'm not, like I mean, we're we're talking about a consistency. With, oh, I'm talking with, about even just as a one off. Like, I just don't know if that's going to, like, have the effect that you think. Just fun. I think no, fundam no, no, fundamentally, no, no, I just that's disagree. That's the idea. A, that's yeah. a, no, no, that's my point is the fact that you don't know. And that's the like, I don't know either. Like, right. but, yeah. but trying to do something different is never like I mean, it, it's at this point. See, that's how you get shit like uh, Pepsi it, clear. Like, 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 <laughs> it, I'm, I'm basically saying, even if, if or Starlight Coke, <laughs> even if Marvel did it and it didn't, it, it didn't do well and it didn't hit, it's not like we're gonna totally turn our back on Marvel and be like, ah, I'm done with Marvel after that. It'll just be a, oh, that didn't work. All right, move on. So we tried it, but, but that's what I'm saying is like the fact that we have fans like Kiki, like myself, like Vince. That are like, uh, I wouldn't mind a little bit of a change. I wouldn't yeah. mind, you know, seeing something go, you know, go go haywire in the in the MCU a little bit. I wouldn't mind because this is what Phase Four is about: opening the doors for all of these other ventures, all of these other things to come into the to the to the to the MCU. So why not? Take all right. Well, just just a few more minutes on Thor, so we don't lose Lisa uh, <laughs> and people. Um, but yeah, Steph, please. I think that. I think that in particular, some of the sort of one-off character movies can be formulaic. I feel like Endgame was a big change. I mean, Infinity War, Endgame, all that. People died. Those were a lot darker than we were used to. I feel like Multiverse of Madness was less formulaic. Seeing Wanda go from being an Avenger pretty much to a villain was a big deal. Um, and I think that the last time Marvel did give us a big, big change, it was called The Eternals, and we hated it. We fucking hated it. Oh, shit. Get it, Steph! Get it! I kind of hope that they'll <laughs> stick to what they're good at. If you want to just see psychology wow. and blood and chaos for no reason, go watch DC, because that's what... That's what <laughs> oh! That's so right. I was thinking the same thing before you guys said it. Like, that is what DC does, and that's why they're not as popular, because yeah. they just want to see people die, and I like that Marvel gives us fully fleshed people with real motivations. A villain is just a hero who doesn't follow society's rules. They're heroes in their own head. Mm. And I enjoy getting to see why they do what they do and not just like, fuck it, I just want to slice people up today for fun. That that would be weird to me. Well, Steph, Steph, I totally agree that Eternals was not good, but there is a, there is a, 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 a popular group that thinks otherwise that eternals actually was a really good movie um like so it. so it, it, it there there's always going to be the, there's always going to be you know uh <laughs> both sides both sides of the of the coin Very where sick. some people agree that this is good or some people agree that it's something bad like i say, stated in in the, in the uh beginning um kiki me and vince are of the mind that it it's okay to change every once in a while it's not it's not gonna be a, a a thing where we're asking for this all the time. Like I need all my villains every single time to be this type of, you know, chaos incarnate. But to be able to see it manifest, especially in the in the current climate, because right now one of the most successful uh, TV shows is going all the way in with their villainry and everything like that, and we. We we we're here for it. We love it. Uh, the ratings love it. The critics love it. Everybody's acclaiming it. So at the at the at this point, I'm saying it's okay 
if if Marvel was willing to try this and just and see because you're you're opening up Blade, right? Right. So yes. you're you're bringing you're bringing rated R, you're bringing rated R to it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You have even with Kingpin, who, you know, like we know he's 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 he he's he's psychotic, but he's also very very methodical about the way he does things. But he, even with his story, he 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 needs love and everything like that. Yeah. So I'm just I I I I really just want to see a villain that terrorizes to where you have the superheroes in the MCU like terrified, like terrified, so like what are we gonna do? We huh? did have one of those, okay, and that's why you probably <laughs> hated the movie so much. The Eternals. Just think about the plot for the Eternals. They are eternal beings made from okay, fucking ashram or whatever the fuck that eternal the uh, the celestial dude is. They are got their world slayers. Think about that shit. They're fucking villains. They didn't even know it. They were living peacefully, happily on these fucking planets, living with these people and everything to destroy that shit. Do you understand what I'm saying here? You got that movie and you fucking hated it. That's what Stephanie and I are trying to get you guys to understand. We did that. Y'all were like, fuck this, this is trash. Don't ever give that shit to us. Then we went back to the regular formula and you were like, yeah, fuck yeah, Marvel. That's what I'm talking about. And now we're back to, oh, I want to switch it up again. I'm just saying like, that's what we're saying. Like once they start getting out of their realm, that's when us fans start bitches. It's like Star Wars. Once they start getting out of their realm, that's when our us fans start fucking bitching. No one's going to be happy. It's all going to be one-sided. No one's going to be fucking happy no matter what. Just like the shit that comes out and that's all we get to go to go with i mean bitching about it is not going to get us but more crap that we're going to bitch about you gotta think about that though you know what i'm this saying this has been like, the optimism hour with yes i've been trying to get you to understand this stephanie comes I, in with a I mean, I, earth and you guys are like yes now we understand i'm like what the fuck i didn't say i understood i, I mean yeah. listen I, let me real quick i think what steph said is beautiful like 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 many said uh and i think that what you're saying makes sense but i also think that what i think Y'all are what I think you and Steph and and you've latched on to what Ty is saying about the villains, but I wasn't speaking about the villains specifically. I was speaking about the formula for Marvel and how it's really predictable and it includes the villains, but it's not limited to just the villains. And I'm not saying that it's even a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's identifiable. Uh, I, uh, everybody on this, I mean, we don't all play as much, but we all have video games in our lives, right? Well, at least we did at some point in time. And I, one thing I know is that once you beat the game, it's not as fun. Oh, you still play it if you love the game, but once you beat it, you're like, all right, I already know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, let me, I need another game now. I feel okay. like that's starting to happen with Marvel a little bit. I feel like we've kind of beat the game on Marvel and we're starting to kind of know exactly what to expect with it. So the, the way they do it makes it more fun, but the fact that we can kind of see through it and we see the blueprint mean that it is. This is the exact words my daughter used. She said, Marvel is losing its long time flair. That's that my 11 year old child said Marvel is losing its long time, long term flair or whatever. She used some really some SAT word. Now, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that it's just because of the villains. I think that it's because we can kind of look at it and it it's when we before we see it, we already know it's going to happen. You're right, Steph. I see you. I'm gonna bring you up right there. You're right. Dark side. There's he, he has no 
there's no happiness. <laughs> when you watch Justice League, this dude is the villain that Ty is talking about. He has no character arc. You don't know where he came from. You don't know what it, he's just motivation is just to fuck shit up pretty much because he because of hate. Um, we do we do get different dynamics uh with 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 uh with Marvel. Um, but again, it's not just the villain, it's the formula itself. And I'll say this before I pass on to Seth. And here's what I think Ty is talking about. Like me, we watched all of these Disney shows, right? Falcon, uh, Wanda, all the way down to we're still in Miss Marvel. But we have yet to see another project. I'm not saying that we should, but we have yet to see another project like, um, what's my man's name? Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Xavier's son. Uh, uh, Legion. Now, I don't know if y'all have seen Legion or not, but it's a completely different type of show, which doesn't mean that every show should be like it. But it just means that there are other pathways to successful entertainment ventures when it comes to Marvel. They don't have to stick to just this one formula. Memento, I mean, Memento, uh, freaking uh, Legion, Danner happens almost in this dude's head. He, it, it, It's so dope. There's another show called The Runaways, which I thought wasn't really the best show, but there's a different formula with it. I didn't necessarily like all of the other shows that Marvel had, but there's other formulas. It's all we're saying. I'm not speaking just about the villain. So um, I loved it. And I'll continue to watch Marvel movies. But if an 11 year old child is saying this is starting to get a little old, that's not a good. That's not good for Marvel's future, because that's who they're gunning for. Steph, I think that we are feeling the effects of the day after right now. We just spent the last 10 years building up to this epic climax. We've been flirting with Marvel up on the phone all night. You hang up. No, you hang up. And then we built up to this giant thing and we had the moment and it was beautiful and it was climactic. And now we're coming off of those two movies and it's like, okay, it's the next day. Now what? Where are we going with this? What's happening? What are we? Do we need to define the relationship? So now we're getting these movies which we're enjoying but are clearly one-offs we don't know exactly what they're building and leading up to. And the way that Marvel works, they're going to plant Easter eggs and give us little things. And we're not, they know where they're going. We don't know where they're going. And that's what we're feeling right now. And I think it's probably going to be something to do with the kids, with the next generation. They're clearly taking us somewhere. We just can't see it like we started to midway through the Avengers, knowing we were building up to an epic event. So we are, again, in the beginning phases of whatever is their next phase. Okay. Dang, right. that, great point, Stephanie. And I would like to uh, jump on that real quick just to say, uh, think about how people felt after Age of Ultron, because this isn't a, the, the formulaic conversation is not a new one. It's one that happened after the first Avengers movie. It's one that happened after each subsequent Marvel successful movie that happened. It's like that conversation just kind of gets uh, it's part of it. You know, it's part of this whole our comic book movies going to be going to stand the test of time, blah, 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 all that whole stuff. Uh, so everything has a formula the um the criticism that something is formulaic is uh it's it matters valid but that doesn't necessarily mean formula is either bad or good and that's the think the point that you were making vince uh that's not necessarily a bad thing right but uh i know so personally i just want to throw my personal opinion out there if uh if somebody brings me a really good steak and i'm like yes give me another one of those and then they're like try to switch some shit up and give me some chicken. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, if you find a good formula, stick to formula. I love it. I love formula that works. It's why I like horror movies. It's why I like, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's why I like rom-coms. I'll say it. I like rom-coms because like there's, because <laughs> there's no, there's formulas. Like there's, yeah. there's recognizable tropes and things like that, that we kind of like find in that storytelling. And, and it's, 
So it's not necessarily bad. It's just do a good job with it. And I think that Marvel's done a good job so far. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, there's absolutely a formula. I mean, they're literally going off instruction manuals. Good, good. That last part I like. Do a good job with it. Uh, Ty. Um, I agree with Tyrone. Um, but I, I think if I gave you steak for 10 years straight, no matter how good it was, at some point you, you're, you'd be open to maybe trying something new. I'm going to hold you to uh, that. I want my 10 I years have, of steak so we can I figure this out. <laughs> you give me 10 years of steak. <laughs> every day for a whole week i wasn't sick of it i'm just letting you know well i mean a week in 10 years day. like i said a you week in 10, 10 years are two totally different things but but at the end of the video. day all i'm all all i'm saying is that it's it's okay to test things out here in the in the climate because um lisa actually said something in the comments and i wanted to address this um she said but also i want to be able to still watch marvel movies with my super fan kid who is still too young for some stuff. So I don't want them to go too far. Well, the thing about Marvel, right? Marvel has avenues and doors open right now and, and to go in directions that will be kid-friendly and some that will be not kid-friendly. Um, and so that, that and, and also we have so many shows right now on, on, on television that the, the level of violence has increased. The level of gore is increased. Stuff that you might not have seen, um, you know, if you didn't have premium channels, you now you know you now are basically able to see, you know, on 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 network television. And so when you when you get to that point, and and you know, society gets desensitized. Those same kids that you know weren't privy to that type of stuff years ago are now privy to that. So it's not hitting them the same way. As the kids would it would have hit kids then so so these um disney has to stay in tune with with you know their their audience and who they're selling stuff to so of course they're going to continue with the animated stuff and everything like that but we got punisher coming we got you know yeah. uh daredevil coming where you're going to see blood you're going to see violence you're going to see death you're going to see all of these things that that i'm talking about so with with the success of these type of things it's okay to try something like like i said blade is on the way we don't know how bloody how gory how you know crazy that's going to get we don't know if that's going to be something you want to take your kids to see um and that's that's kind of where we're at and that's all i'm saying and again not to do this all the time not to make it formulaic but just to try something different that's all yeah and and and, and just kind of in closing uh we get it tyrone that uh that shoot my bad we get it that uh movies are formulaic <laughs> i mean you know i mean everything is formulaic it wasn't a, the problem wasn't that it's formulaic the the concern was the fact that the formula is so easily identifiable does that make it so that in the long term it becomes too predictable to really enjoy same reason we have never discussed the fast and furious movie but they keep coming out people love it but the formula we kind of like those of us who saw the first two and we're like all right we're like all right look we get it cars the family police we're cool you know what i'm saying we just don't want it to get to that point what's up seth uh, oh you're yeah, muted you're muted yeah we need that voice i just want to say the hallmark channel has been around for a long time <laughs> so people are actually eating on formulas for 20 30 50 years yeah. do you watch the hallmark channel steph and soaps every so often i do I've got very excited. I just saw um, a Netflix trailer for, I can't remember the name of it, 
but it is the most of the cast I believe are um, Indian in background, and it is R-R-R? huh? Is it the Triple R movie? Uh, I Maybe don't, not. I don't think so. I didn't mean to. He got excited because he watched it. I did. I just watched it. Did you watch that shit? Yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before y'all get into it, Stephanie was making a point. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. I I was going off on a tangent and just saying there's a new Netflix rom-com. Oh, it's okay. It's called Wedding Season. It looks adorable. It is two people who get into a fake relationship in order to please their parents. And oh my gosh, are they going to fall in love? I don't know, guys. (laughs) Of course. Duh. Yes. The fake relationship is going to turn into a real relationship. I could probably tell you every single plot point before I watch it. And I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this formulaic movie where I know everything that's going to happen. Well, listen, I have have a very, very quick thing to, because you asked a question, uh, is it about concern or whether it's going to be a long-term concern? The formula uh, question has been discussed for, uh, what what are we closing on 20 years in the MCU now? Like we're Mm -hmm. getting close to that. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be a concern. I feel like uh, it'll be, we'll be good. Okay. Well, listen, uh, this wasn't me trying to say I'm going on strike and I'm boycotting (laughs) until it was just an observation. Like, again, this is my 11 year old daughter. Of course, all all parents think that their kids are the smartest in the world. But I I just was like, whoa, that is really insightful, you know, for an 11 year old to leave the movie saying, you know, I kind of feel like I know what's going to happen next time I see a Marvel movie. Kiki is not your average fan. Thank you. Most of America is not as smart as her. Thank you. So I was literally just about to say that. Like, Vince had us all arguing out here just so we could prove his daughter's real smart. Okay. Okay. He's like, I have a um, PhD child. She'd be saying SAT. I wasn't trying to say that. We know your daughter is super smart. I've only got one 11 year old. I don't, I just didn't know if this was like, if this was something that's metastasized. But yeah, maybe you're right. But I think that Tyrone has the last word on, I mean, Steph had the last word, but Tyrone, I think, ultimately said, some words that I think we all agree on. Just do it well. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what you do. If you do it well, even if you have the same formula, me and Ty will come and we'll bitch about the fact that we knew it was going to be two end credit scenes and that it was a two hour movie and that it were laughing in the in the, in the, in the, the, the climax. Or we like, we love that shit. You know? <laughs> fucking Coach Roy is in the fucking MCU, bro. That's all I have to say. I literally, I jumped up and fucking screamed when I saw that he was Hercules. Oh, oh, oh damn. Yeah, we're, 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 we're we passed 30 the point minutes of, away from the spoiler well, embargo. Yeah. <laughs> we passed the point of spoil. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. I tried to throw some noise out there. Hopefully, people didn't hear. All right, it all right. Well, let me, let me. Since since Yaz is is uh, it is spoiled, man, it sucks because I did want to spoil more um, uh, during our spoil period. But we got to move on to the boys. We got to move on to Miss Marvel, and we still have Steph Ways crescent of the day. And believe it or not, uh, Steph. Not only one that has something to say, Yaz actually has a bitch of the week that we want to talk about this week as well, too. So hopefully y'all are paying attention. And if you have a good guess, yo, Yaz, where is the bitch of the week from? Is it from Love and Thunder? Um, It's from the show that's right behind me, actually. That's why it's still my background. And I was kind of giving a little bit of a hint. Okay, okay, okay. Well, don't tell us, don't tell us, don't tell us. We still we still want to guess. So um, we definitely got that in the background. But yeah, man, we got to move it along. Uh, I wish we had more time. But yo, two hours, as some people say, that's too much. Uh, so, so we still going to go ahead and do what it is. Um, I will say this much, though. Uh, that last end credit scene, I know we're past the spoiling point, but please stick around. That last end credit scene for me, which I didn't understand in our group text, why somebody said that it wasn't really that big of a deal. The I had think. Yeah, the last in credit scene made me scream. 
you know, I thrown uh, to to uh, to use to borrow a word, somebody uh, because it, it it is enlightening to see somebody come back into the fold, especially after they have publicly disparaged the fact that they uh, you know Marvel movies. I'm just gonna keep it real. The the gentleman who re 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 emerged uh, in one of his most recent videos, not most recent, in one of the uh, uh, interviews in the last few years, said I was a little. I, Paraphrasing, I'm a little over the MCU thing. Tired of putting in the contacts. Tired of putting on the the uniform. He's a little over it. All right, but guess who shows back up again? We'll discuss a little more next week when we do full. When we go ahead and go full spoiler once again. But for right <laughs> now, man, we still got two things up on the docket, and we've got to talk about this final episode of the boys. Now, Ty, I know the boys is your show, bro. That's like your like man, like I'm pretty sure you pleasured yourself to this show at some point in time. Um. I was just kidding by that, yeah. uh, by the way. Uh, but uh, who knows? The, the, the soldier boy, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I need more lube. These old ladies are drier than. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, Ty, if you don't mind, bro, uh, I'm assuming that the bulk of us had a chance to watch it. If you didn't, tough. We're spoiling. Um, what happened this last episode, bro? Uh, give us a rundown. What is it that this last episode gave us? What did we learn? Uh-huh. Well, like? uh, last week, me and me and Tyrone had a little debate going. Uh, he he said, hey, I think they're going to do a team up. You know, they're going to, you mm-hmm. know, they, their father and dad. And, I mean, dad and son are going to get along and and, mm-hmm. and, and hug it out. Uh, turns out that's not what happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I knew the egos were too big. I knew it was going to it was going to come down to this. Um, there, what what I didn't realize is the additions uh, that were added to this whole um, uh, ensuing uh, finale, final fight uh, scene, um, and I thought that was brilliant. I thought, I, you know, I don't. Want, I, I'm gonna let everybody else talk because I don't want to just get all out crazy with it. <laughs> but this series has been the delight that I have been waiting for from superhero movies forever. Like this, every single episode this season has gotten better and better and better and better. And I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen anything like that probably since the first season of Game of Thrones. Uh, like, Like that's how good that's where I, that's where I'm at with this. Okay. Like this series is just that good. Okay. And boy, I'm I cannot wait for the next the next season. Um, I'm mad that they didn't kill my uh uh they <laughs> Your boy. Look, listen, they killed the wrong kid. I you. <laughs> the wrong kid died. The wrong kid died. <laughs> Yo, that's what I was screaming. I was screaming when it happened. I was like, the wrong kid. You, you killed the wrong. What movie was that? Was a uh, what was that? Step, uh, that, step was, uh, that was Walk Hard. Yeah. Walk Hard. Oh my God, Dewey Cox. Oh, brother died. <laughs> Get out of here, Dewey. You don't want none of this shit. Favorite movies of all time, by the way. 
What, what is it? Uh, is it weed? Is it going to make me? Is it addictive? It's not, it's not addictive at all. Well, it's probably too expensive. It doesn't cost but ten dollars. Hey, yo, you, you got you got to watch Dewey Cox, bro. The walk hard. The funniest. <laughs> yo, you gotta be, and you must be medicated, please. Oh my god. Uh, I know that ain't what you do, but just for that movie, you should. Uh, so how you feel having to eat that shit, Tyrone? Uh, they didn't team up, homeboy. Uh, uh to quote Shaq, uh. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm always okay with my predictions being wrong. That's the thing about predictions. Uh, so I feel fine about it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for asking. No, no, I'm messing with you. Um, but I, I do. Um, I I'm gonna be honest. Like, I thought this shit was gonna be bigger. Like, I thought we were gonna yeah. go into season four, you know, with some like, damn, we lost people. We like some all this stuff changes crazy. But it kind of just felt like. This kind of felt like a mid-season finale to me, because uh, in yeah. the grand scheme of things, not much happened like that. And I think they, I, I, I'm really mad. I think they totally dropped the ball on, on the A Train story. They to to put us through all that to ultimately go nowhere. Like, damn, that you know, honestly, like, because the, the whole season was really, really hitting for me. Mm-hmm. But it really it, this it didn't land as hard as I thought it was going to. I liked a lot of the the final battle. Uh, I liked May versus Homelander. I liked. I, I was not expecting a, a Homelander butcher team up. Uh, that was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, using the kid as a last minute thing to kind of like throw a wrench in the plans and stuff. Okay, you know, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, it just didn't it, it didn't hit as hard for me after all the stuff that we uh, that we had building up. I thought that we were just kind of uh, like it was like, okay, another episode. Cool. Another good boys episode. That's cool. That's dope or whatever. Um, And also, yeah, uh, the black noir thing uh, seemed dirty. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe they did black noir like that. But then, like, we know that actors coming back next season. So, like, uh, you know, does any of it matter? So, yeah, just it just kind of like. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Could you confirm what? Yeah, that actor, uh, I'll get the article, uh, but the actor's coming back for next season, and they, they say for a different character, so they're, like, being coy with... with oh, because uh, they didn't show his face, like, too ...why much he's coming back. Okay. Right, so, like, it's... So he's coming back. So there's theories about what that means. I can't so say like that it's going to be another of version noir? of noir. Or, right, right, who, who knows? But the actor's coming back and stuff. But, yeah, just all that really cool noir story, just for him to just, you know, have that little moment. I was like, damn, that's all right. You know, I, I was I was hoping he would get to go out like the, the noir that we've been told he is. Yeah. You know, like he was just this dude that just out there, you know, just yeah. shutting, turning people's lights off just for the, you know, just doing it. You know what I mean? He's one of the, you know, he's got a he's got a body count. Well, but, many 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 in the comment section, and he he made a lot of sense. If if they're gonna bring him back, a clone would make sense because yeah. they do still have the DNA of all the superheroes. Yeah, Vot does 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 still keep all of that dna why didn't mm. they just kill him then back then and then just make a new one when they made homelander well i mean outside of that i'm wondering like is the black if they can clone him they could probably just bring him back to life too you know what i'm saying i mean i mean uh, he got his guts out of his body i don't know if he's gonna he had back. part he of his, he had his brain his eyeborg or some shit and becomes back but like he died like i mean like are we are we are we sure like what the compound v limits are i mean it seems to be i mean they're already you know healing themselves i don't know what his this isn't the first time that black noir got fucked up you know what i'm saying he already right, had a, head out, you know what i'm saying yeah. so I, 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 and also are we sure 
I I agree with 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 Ty, uh, bad Ty, with uh, with see, with good Ty, with that, that it was a little short of a of a of the climax that I was expecting. I, I did kind of think that they were reintroducing Soldier Boy. It took them three se- two seasons to. Well, I actually you know what. Now that I think about it, and I did just think about it just now, in terms of former Lake, this does fit in with Boy's Criterion, right? I mean, we got Stormfront for one season. You know, she kind of seemed like she was going to be around for a little longer. And then that was... Two, two technically. Yeah, she was at the end of, she was, of I mean, yeah, but I mean, look, on this season, she was on this season. She, you know, yeah. for the first couple of episodes, she was on last season. Yeah, but yeah she, we got about 70% of her this season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, let's keep it real. Like, she wasn't in this season as much yeah. as she was kind of just a residual character. Right. She right. wasn't a pro, she wasn't a threat. She wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So I guess this is kind of the boys' formula. Um, and uh what happened with Black Noir is a problem. Uh, I'm still, I'm, I still have a difference of opinion with when, when it comes to uh, uh, my man uh, uh, A Train. I, I know that y'all are like, you know, just wrote, wrote him off and like, look, bro, he's irredeemable. Uh, Steph, I don't know if you, uh, I know you said that you actually liked the boys. I don't know if you got a chance. To, I know you hella busy, so if you didn't, it's cool. Um, you get a chance to check it out or read anything about it. I didn't watch it, but I did read about the finale, so I'm familiar with the plot points. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, just to kind of delve into the plot point that I that I that I think um, maybe you can help us with is this uh, plot with home. Excuse me, Homelander. Um, A Train. The names, man. I, I feel like I got too many kids. <laughs> um, with with uh, with A Train, he ends up kind of basically just rolling back to the same puddle of shit that he'd been licking this whole time, mm-hmm. and now he's still in there with Homelander and them um, as some you know some uh you know henchman or whatever now that he has his powers back since he has a blue heart in his chest um but i was wondering man is there room for another storyline is there possibly stiff um a way that we may see his brother come into the fold and maybe his brother now that his brother is you know let's just say unable to move as he used to um would you be supportive of a storyline that oh my god all right so let me just keep it real i was trying to talk and stall and i and i it didn't work <laughs> i was keep talking you almost got it it's almost there and then it, it didn't work um are we here for the continuation of the a train storyline i guess is what i'm trying to ask you and how what would that look like what uh uh, uh steph uh i actually am of the belief that this the story with his brother is in uh, is it has legs, and I think that there could even be rivalry. Nice there. pun. I was yeah. just about to say that nice pun, bro. It has <laughs> legs. Damn. Ha 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 ha. So, what say you about that storyline, if anything, uh, Steph? And what do you think about the series? Uh, even if you didn't, you know, get a chance to see it, I know you read about it. I would love to see more black people. Um, Atrey, frankly, gets on my nerves. I yes. find him annoying. I want to like him because I like Jesse T. Usher, but. E-Train is irritating. Oh, I do like Christian Keys, though. I am a fan. Um, I would like to see some Black women superheroes. Like, hello. Yes, yes. In real life. So that's kind of what I'm... The Boys is cool. I did enjoy season one. I still feel like it's very, very white. And they really, like, have me effed up on that first episode with Stormfront. I was like, I did not need to see that. That was (laughs) graphic. Like... That was a lot. Um, 
and they go there with everything. So sometimes it's too much. But. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it, it uh, well it depends on definition too much, you know. And uh, you know, you gotta figure that, but figure that it is. Um, uh, what what do we take away from this, uh, guys? Um, what I took away at the end of this season was that we now have a different, a newly formed, uh, newly form uh, formatted, uh, rebooted boys 2.0. Uh, now with Starlight, all right, mm-hmm. and with uh, um, Chemical 2.0, uh, yeah. who's not angry, sad, woe for me, Chemical, but happy I finally got the dick that I've been trying to get these last two seasons, Chemical. Um, uh, 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 um, Butcher's no longer in charge. Uh, it's more of a democracy. Uh, Mother's Milk has more of a voice. Um, it seems like it's going to be a different, different going forward. Uh, my question for you is, is that going to work? Um, I was actually excited to see the compound, the temporary compound be coming to the fold. Are we going to be able to watch them do this without superpowers? Uh, I think they may have jumped the shark here. It's going to be hard to watch the boys with no superpowers now, Ty. Am I tripping? Like, you you feel what I'm saying? Right? Like, um, I don't, I don't know where, where, like who doesn't have powers. Right, Maeve's the only one that doesn't have power. Maeve was the only one that because she took the full blunt of the explosion. Yeah. Uh when he when he did the the whole explosion thing. So um yeah, you're talking about as far as Huey and and Butcher go. Yeah, I think think you don't there's no way you give us what you gave us this season, and there's no they and next season, all they're gonna do is perfect the perfect the temporary V. Like, mm-hmm. like, remember, like, you got to remember this was this was like this is like the trial period of them trying to figure out how to get this shit right. Uh, next season, nine times out of ten, they'll probably have it right. And then you'll see Butcher back with 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 powers, uh, possibly Huey again, um, maybe MM, you know, caves in. I don't know if MM caves in now that there is no no soldier uh, boy, but. I don't know what they're going to do with Soldier Boy. I think Soldier Boy is now in the um, uh, Winter Soldier program, yep. uh, and oh, and they're about to like you know use him at, try to try to use him again as a weapon or some type of deterrent for um, Supers Homelander when he gets out of out of out of line. Um, but but I'm with you, Tyrone, and I just want to make this clear: like it. There, it did it it did fall short in in a, a you know as far as expectations for a finale um but even with that being said it still was was superbly done um and still I, I think we could argue that the best show on television um so I mean it, it's it, I, I I'm waiting for next season but I don't want to see any more a train and I really wish <laughs> it would stop uh with this 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 you know campaign for a train's redemption yeah. story uh because dude he's not getting it yeah, All right, I, I guess i guess I, the reason why uh and and this is a character flaw within myself but uh i just watched thor love and thunder all right of which ryan uh what's my man uh that which jason Bourne? what's his uh matt damon, matt damon. Matt damon. oh hold on wait are yeah, you about to get in spoiler territory well, okay. Well, in Thor, all right. In Thor three, Ragnarok, Ryan, uh, Matt Damon played 
uh, the part of Loki. All right, um, Loki, who has become a beloved character, even though he done tried to kill the Earth multiple times, he done came to New York. He done, he done, uh, uh, practically tried to kill Thor. All right, damn near got his mama killed. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Like, but somehow he's beloved. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I know that I know that uh that uh my man A Train is fucked up in the head, and I'm not saying I like where he is right now, but the fact that we just like fuck him, kill him off. You know what I'm saying, and not give him any room for redemption. I'm mad you used uh, Loki as an example. Loki's charming, funny. I don't know. Uh, There's so so you like him more because you like him more. That's what it is. Because he did. Yeah, he's likable. A train isn't likable. Everything he says, everything he like, his body language makes me want to fucking kill him. I'm sorry, but like everything about A train is horrible. He's a bitch. He grovels. He cries. He acts like a goddamn baby. And then when something happens to him, he's like, oh, well, this happened to me. You're going to do something? Like, no, bitch. Did you do something? No. Like, right. Right. We, didn't get Loki, we didn't get Loki as a as a as a villain initially either. That yep. I want that to be clear too. Yes. When we, well, first, not, enc- when we first encountered right. Loki, he was Thor's brother. Yep. He he was he, he was he was he was there for his brother to for you know to to confide in and think. Look, look, look I, of course, of course, we know later that it was all just a plot. But what I'm saying initially, initially, what what our first uh, introduction to A Train is him literally. Exploding a woman on accident, on accident, yo. It was, he was, he was up on your coffee. You spill your coffee. That's an accident. It wasn't your, your coffee. Is an accident. He apologized. Like, y'all ain't giving that man no. He apologized for it. He felt it now. Like, he gets later, it. You know he apologized. He, uh, all right, look, man. Look. Well, here's here. I, can I? I, I think <laughs> I see what's happening. So, like. A train has been a punching bag since he's been in the show. Like he, A train is, uh, you know, he's been presented to us as a piece of shit yep. uh, from the get go, without a doubt. That was a choice that they made. Then this season, they started doing this thing where it's like oh, we're going to give him some some internal conflict and see how he deals with it or whatever. And then yeah. he made every wrong decision. Mm-hmm. He made every single wrong decision he could have. And then we get to this point Snitch. where like he's just Everything. like they like me again. And then that was the whole arc. And you're like, oh, okay, well this kind of sucks. So like I think where that wherever there was room for us to really like a train like even the the positions they put him in to where he could have made a good decision or even if he tried if even if he tried to make a good decision and failed then that would have given him some sort of like you know some some reason for us to to like him a little bit more but they just kind of fumbled it so i don't know if they were if they're still just intending to make him the punching bag if he's just going to be that guy forever until he's gone or if they're trying to get us to really like him. But I just think the show's doing uh, not a great job with his storyline. His own fake family can't stand his ass and wants him the fuck gone. I'm just look, saying America you, feels the same. We don't, we don't look, there's no dispute as to what the, what, what the current, you know, you know, how we currently feel about a train is right. it's, it's a question about whether or not we like him. I, you say that they didn't do a good job. I think that they've done exactly what they wanted to do with a train and they've made him into an unlovable uh, fuck boy, right? I get that. It's not a matter of what he I mean, is. That's where he started. But yeah, yeah I, it's not about, my 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 issue isn't with the state of our you know consciousness to regard him uh, during the series. It is the fact that he is completely irredeemable. You know what I'm saying? And that because I I look, I see the breadcrumbs here, Tyrone. I mm-hmm. see they're yeah. keeping them. They're 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 slowly and 
yeah, yeah you're not you're not wrong for wanting to 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 see that redemption story and because they've teased you with it a little bit you know what i mean like they're like here it is if we if we do go down this path but right. then they're just like nah forget he's about like, nah, it you know that so it path, i'm gonna do yeah. this yeah he's like he'd rather be a snitch he'd rather be with the people who don't want him around the people who like belittle him make him feel you know what i'm saying small who don't give a fuck about him at all he'd rather be there for them than be there for the people that are actually there for like his brother you know what i'm saying through all his bullshit his brother was there for him what did he do he tried to help got his ass paralyzed fuck that nigga he needs to die that's all when, i'm saying and i'm and i'm with you vince I, I wanted to see more like i wanted to see better stuff from a train i'm with you we all wanted to see more from A Train because he's the he's the he's pretty much the face of 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 black people on the show, and when you see him belittled and and treated the way he's treated, and then keep coming back, like mm -hmm. typically and typically you double down on a situation. They've like six down, five, <laughs> five down. I don't even know what it quintuple down, whatever you want to call it. Like and every single time, even this last episode. Homelander came in the room with Deke and A-Train. Yep. He sat down in front of him right after he just killed Black Noir yep. and told him, I don't need none of y'all. I don't like none of y'all. Y'all ain't my family. I can't stand none of y'all. Like, <laughs> like, how much more do you need? He just killed Black Noir. Like, he kept something from me. And he was the closest to me out of all y'all and yeah. i don't like none of y'all that's like dude <laughs> what else you need and this dude still but he said that, that to deep too i mean look we hate deep we hate look let's keep it real my whole thing here isn't trying to you know look I, let me, i'm gonna end the conversation now because you know this is how we end up being here for like two and a half hours and we only got like 20 20 more minutes anyway i'm just gonna say uh i'm in the minority here clearly i'm the 20 percent of this panel that's like listen i am not opposed to an A-Train redemption storyline if they include it, even if it takes over the course of the next two seasons, if A-Train end up sacrificing himself for the for the culture, if some, if I'm here for A-Train being uh, a, 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 fuck, a fuck boy, an asshole all the time, you know, all three seasons, and then there being a character arc that eventually brings him to our side of the fold to where we can actually root for him, kind of in the way um, that we did with Loki. And I know it's incomparable because we liked him at first and we were introduced to him as an asshole. But I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, uh, a dude who looks almost exactly like my brother. Like, it's just like <laughs> yeah. the brother, he looks just like my brother. So I'm like, I'm rooting your heart right here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm like, man, don't, don't you see Woody up there? Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah my, my brother looks, he looks exactly brother like, like my little brother bro. Like, i can't root for a dude that looks exactly like my dna to get killed off bro i'm sorry it, it, i just can't do it so but, um but, uh, but the only way he 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 salvages his his face is if he kills homelander that is the only way that you salvage everything because you've been the root and the and the 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 base of so much death, so much anguish, so much pain. You are the root. You've been at the root of it. Like, so you got it. And, and taking all of the stuff that you've take, taken where he's disrespected you, your manhood, he's disrespected you, your, 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 you as, as a black man. He's done everything. They've done everything in totality to do. You have, that's the only way you come back from this is to be the, the hero at the end of it all and kill homelander that's it that's the only way 
can I can I pitch y'all my my dream A train story that I know won't happen, but I would love to see it happen. Please. All right. So at this point, everything has happened like it's happened. But you know, A train has finally it's it's finally he he just it, it broke him right. He's he's done with it. So he says, "Fuck it." Uh, he really enjoyed killing Blue Hawk, so he decides to take it upon himself to get his own brand of justice for his community right. and goes out and just starts, you know, basically, you know, uh, basically he just takes the killmonger route and he's like, yes. I'll do it myself. That's, that would be my dream a train story. That would be the, the perfect way for, for his it's thing to happen. go down. But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I just want to, I just want to put, put it in. Favorite dream, Tyrone. Yeah. Yeah. That was he's a good one. Built, he's not built like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my point is like, you know, I, I'm not opposed to, you know, seeing the redemption. Now, I haven't said that, uh, we got to get off the boys. Is there anything else anybody wants to mention about the boys? I do. Uh, I do. What's up? Too. Oh, yes. What's up, please? Um, I, can we just give a shout out to Paul Reeser or however you see this man? Oh, Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser. This motherfucker is in fucking Stranger Things. He's yeah. in the boys, and he was killing both his fucking roles. So let's. I just wanted yeah. to like shout that out, and like if no one you know saw that, like that yo ups to that man because yo he's killing the game right now in the, like the most popular tv shows i'm just saying like his role yeah. little bits yeah, yeah even though he plays the same guy in both shows right literally <laughs> like and so exactly. does butcher so does butcher he played scourge in in uh love and thunder butcher was like, not guy. he wasn't same in guy. love and thunder he was in ragnarok <laughs> I mean, not um, love. That's what I meant. My, my bad. But, uh, but no, he wasn't. The, Butcher is not the same guy. And, and Scourge wanted like Scourge was a. a, a Scourge was an asshole. Was an asshole. Yeah. Scourge was an asshole. Also, I didn't see a lot of cocaine in parties in Stranger yeah. Things. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he played the same guy in Stranger Things either. <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He was. He was a big shot. But but they're always in control of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, excuse me, Paul's always in control. But yeah, good mention. Good mention. Uh, what about you, Steph? You had your hand up. Yeah, I was just gonna say um, I'm looking forward to Varsity, which are y'all familiar with that? Is the they're releasing it in 2023? It's a spinoff of The Boys, but it's soups in college. So what? young people doing drugs good. and having sex and being super in college. Okay, did you just break news? Like, I what? think I did. She yeah. did like hundred percent. She's our reader. So what is yeah. that? Steph, do you know? Why the fuck y'all don't read, man? Like, what? Why is Steph the only one on this? We're busy. She got time to read. <laughs> <laughs> So varsity is something that's coming. All right, I, I'm here for that. All right, bet, 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 man. Uh, I, I, anybody else got anything to report on boys? I got one final thing to say about the boys, and that I thought that it was hilarious, but sad how they forced Ashley to take. Oh my god! <laughs> she ended up. Oh my god! That poor girl. Like yo, know, I the the saddest part is that I legit could not tell if her hair was real or not throughout the and and that's something that I have forfeited. That is not that's something a man shouldn't be doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I legit, I, I was like, wow, like uh, that looks completely like uh, it looks real. Uh, they also, uh, if you didn't notice, but they uh, they have uh, uh, switched up uh, on the the, the sons, and I uh, also kind of dig how they're taking Homelander and they're making his son into that kid from that movie that we like, uh, Ty. Right, uh, um, right, uh, right, right, so I'm here for that, man. I'm here for that. It, it was a little annoying seeing everybody use their eye powers. 
I was like, all right, man, enough of the enough of the the laser eyes. All right, we get it. You know what I'm saying? At least butchers but, and homelanders had different colors though, so you knew who was shooting. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the only question I have, and this is an open-ended, this is something that we can come back at some point, but my boy just disappeared. Um, your boy uh uh Chris uh, 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 Giancarlo uh Esposito. Oh, Edgar, Stan Edgar. Edgar, yeah. Edgar. Just disappeared. He's in jail. Remember, they took him away to jail. Well, that was pretty easy. <laughs> so well, now I mean, they caught him in Vought Tower. Remember, like the the girl, um, the VP now, the vice president, head popper. You know what I'm saying? Like she she got him. Like she she coerced that whole thing and trapped his ass. So they took him away, and he's in like jail or whatever because of all like the bad shit that happened with Vought. He's like serving time because of that. I did, right. I, I might have missed that. I guess I didn't know that he went to jail. I thought he just kind of had to get out of the spotlight. No, remember she was like, she was like, yeah, this is goodbye, you know. And he's like, after everything I did, you know, for you, he was like, you know, I'm kind of proud, you know, that you, I, I taught you so well, you became me. And she was just like smiling, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, like I did become you, but better, you know what I mean? And like that's what yeah. he wanted. Yeah, they indicted, they indicted him on on corruption or yeah, something. corruption and, and all kinds of shit. Yeah, all the yeah, bad shit. So they did indict him. I don't know that he's presently still because we haven't seen him since. Um, and you and guys who are that powerful usually have powerful friends. Um, and he's been connected with uh the lady who's who's keep who was in charge of keeping Homelander's son Grace and now Ballard. is in charge of of Homelander's but uh, not Homelander but Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy's body. Um, so it, for all we know, he's just sitting back, just you know, either constructing another superhero to counteract uh what because because i mean we have to there has to be a villain or somebody uh, uh, some somebody an adversarial role uh, that that for somebody with homelander you like right now they're not going to be able to do it just being human beings you're going to need to have some help like like they had with uh soldier boy this this season so i'm i'm, I'm anxious to see who that person will be next season uh because it's a lot it's a lot going on it looks like there's gonna be a lot going on old girl looks like she's she might be pulling up on the presidency yeah uh, yeah that might i'm here for that um real quick man uh just a quick reminder that stephanie does have a question of the day hopefully guys y'all haven't forgotten about this so keep this in mind because in the next few minutes we're gonna go ahead and want to discuss which uh villain you want for these new teens, these teeny boppers, these young Avengers to have to cope with. But we also right now have a bitch of the week uh, that happens to come from our one and only yes. So yes, uh, I don't know. You want to give us some hints, man? Who, who? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Well, who, I, think, I, I gave you a big ass hint. It's from the show, The Boys. So who do you think is my bitch of the week? Let's just let's just like let's just ask I'm, that. I'm going to guess that it is a train. Uh, okay. Damn it. Uh, obviously, Good guess. Good guess. Steph, what do you think it is? I'm going to go with a train also. He's the bitch of the week every week. So he <laughs> was my bitch of the week like two weeks ago. So that was a good guess. Good guess. All right. Yeah. What What you say, Tyrone? Uh, I'm just going to throw out a wild card. I'm going to say Black Noir. Oh, I, that good good wild card. I, I like where your mindset is going. I'm digging this. Okay, bad tie before we do the big reveal. Please. <laughs> um, I might go with D. Oh, D. And that tie is right. It's the fucking deep. He's the bitch <laughs> of the week. Oh man. 
So deep, why are deep the bitch of the week? Yeah? Sitting at the end eating candy in bed, stress eating because his he told that bitch to leave. She left and then got rich making a fucking book off his puss ass and then went live. So fuck the deep. He's been a bitch. And I loved, I loved how Homelander called him out for having sex with the octopus and running away in Euro Yes, Damn. he's my bitch of the week. But Black Noir was a second fucking close. I'm not going to lie. He went out so fucked up and I was really mad about that. And then the whole yeah. ending was like, oh, you, you did the right thing, Irvin. Like, yeah, he was number two. No lie. He was. Wow. Yeah. So Damn. Black Noir was runner-up, and <laughs> we have an official bitch of the week, and it is the deep. Can't trust nobody but Yaz to that. Yo, thank you, Yaz, man. That's what it is. Uh, we're down to the last subject, guys, and then we got we only got a few minutes on this, and for good reason because who cares about this anymore? Uh, let me stop. Let me stop being so mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, so uh, I guess. Uh, Ms. Marvel is still on TV, uh, and uh, I, I just I'm, I'm giving Tyrone a hard time. I'm just like watching it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, Tyrone, uh, we only got a few minutes, man. We got about 20 minutes left, 10 of which we want to devote to our question. So it gives us about five to 10 minutes to discuss Ms. Marvel. Um, what happened? To <laughs> I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I've, I've right. enjoyed, I enjoyed the latest episode. I have, I, I would love to hear what your issues are, uh, and you know, potentially okay. talk about it. Like, yes, awesome. I, I say go for it. Well, before we do that, just just to bring up the the comment section and and everybody on the panel who I don't believe that they all have watched, well, can you just bring us up? Does y'all mind if, if Tyrone gives us a breakdown of what happened on the most recent episode? We cool with that. All right, real okay, quick. We got, uh, I can't remember, so thank God you didn't ask me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we got some backstory about uh, uh, partition, how that went. Uh, Aisha, we got Aisha's backstory. Uh, mm. You know to. To get us to the point where uh, we found out that Miss Marvel herself, that Kamala was the one who guided her own grandmother uh, back to her father uh, through this, you know, crazy time traveling thing that happened with the bangle and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, that was like, a, you know, we got the episode was slower and it was focused on this love story. I think they did it really well. I think it was a good episode. Definitely not a lot of action. So I can understand why, you, to, you know, uh, you know, it, it's. This was story episode, mm -hmm. but uh, they filled us in on that. So we got answers on that. And then it ended with uh, Cameron, uh, you know, showing that he's got powers now uh, because it's supposed to happen in the episode. Uh, and yeah, thank you for pulling that up because I do want to talk about that. But um, yeah, so Cameron's got powers now. He was attacked. Uh, they were attacked by the Department of Defense or Department of Damage Control drones. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this next to this big finale. All right. I didn't mean to. Sometimes I just choose random YouTube videos and sometimes we end up promoting <laughs> other people's shows. So my bad. Uh, but yeah, man. All right. Well, that's that. that's a good rendition of, of what happened. Uh, I, I really like the one thing that I have to say that I will that I will not falter on is that I love the inclusion of this show with the cultures that we haven't typically seen in a superhero mainstream format. Uh, at the forefront. I mean, we if you watch The Protector, maybe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or if you see some of these other shows. But this right here, like, I, I love the incorporation of the Muslim culture, of Indian culture. I love how in the beginning, as a history buff, how they gave us the history of India and how Pakistan kind of had to inherit the Muslim aspect of the Indian Hindi culture. What I am starting to get a little lost here on Tyrone is the fact that the, the, the family at first was a pleasant sideshow. It has become the forefront. It has become the only thing that matters in this show. And that's cool. I'm not upset with it, but we don't even have a villain. Like our villain isn't even like cemented yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we spent so much time 
like what what I think we've got is an origin story without a plot. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I know we have a plot. All right. I know that there is a plot. But right now, how does um uh uh, uh Ms. Marvel, how does Kamala become victorious? Uh, what is she fighting against right now? Like for real, for real. Like what's really happening? Because I feel like we're starting to lose. We're losing the the. I, I'm. What am I trying to say? I think you know uh, what I'm trying to say. I, yeah, I want to. Do you have a thought, Ty, that you want to share? I have some answers for your questions, but yeah. Well, go ahead and answer. Go ahead and answer the questions. Okay. Uh, well, I I think what they did was they the the gin story. You know the. Yeah, like gin. they yeah they they wrapped that up with this you know with this episode like that story is done like now we know you know sort of like this, this it's this dimensional power and you know we have an idea of like where you know where it fits in in her background and stuff and then that that little thread is closed now because of uh i forgot her name uh because cameron's mother uh you know sacrificed yeah. herself to close the rift and stuff so that's closed I think what we're going to establish, uh, my prediction is that uh, in this next episode, we're going to establish that the villains that will that she'll be contending with is the Department of Damage Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're setting the damage control up to be sort of like uh, how Shield often is in the comics right. uh, early in the early days, where it's like they're an agency that's trying to like keep a lid on this superhero thing, so they become sort of like the de facto villains. Uh, so. You know, we'll see what happens with her in the Marvels and stuff. But I think when all is said and done, it'll be her sort of, uh, you know, just being like, I'm I need to protect my identity. I'm a hero and we'll see where it goes sort of thing. Uh, you know, and that may not be enough uh, for some people. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm not saying that the show is horrible, Ty, but I mean, admittedly, there's something something is some I found something missing uh, and I, I don't even know if I know what that is. Uh, Ty, I still, for some reason, am very much into the show, but I also leave when the show's over, I don't feel fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? It's that weird thing, and it's not just the oh, I'm waiting for the next episode. It's like, all right, uh, no, because there's so many unanswered questions. That's why, yeah. This, uh, I'm gonna I'm be honest with you, what 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 excites me the most about Miss Marvel is that this opens the door for so much detail when it comes to the Wakanda series that they're going to do. Um, the fact that they're going so like they're leaning Always so much the into the cultural yeah. informative aspect of this show. Like you're, you're, you're talking about from the credits being in uh, Pakistan. In, well, I, I don't know what, what language that is, that, that, that it is, but Urdu, Urdu, um, Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the fact that they're going into that, the music that they play, the theme music that they play is from that culture. Everything like from the from the 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 the, the language, um, the 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 when they went to when they went to the actual um city, they walked around the city, they showed you every Karachi. like all of the stuff that they they do, like you know, walking oh, into I love that. you know, from her actually um, interacting with vendors and everything like that right. to uh, every aspect of that culture they are addressing. So when they do the Wakanda series, oh, they better go at, like they better go just as hard with this cultural Whoa. aspect on that series as they are. And that's why I said that's what excites me the most about this series is the the detail oriented way that they're going about, um, you know, uh, showing the show. 
So if Quick. they do that with the Wakanda series, then then I'm I'm all for it. Quick problem, bro. These are real actual geographical locations. Wakanda is a fictitious location. Can they really bring culture? I mean, they can they can, I guess, submerge African continent culture into it kind of the way that they did with all of the spots on, on, on Killmonger's body and with some of the, the outfits that they were wearing. But can they really give as pre as precise of a historical depiction? Absolutely, because although Wakanda is a fictional place, present day is not. Right. And they they still they still maneuver through present day um you know united states or i mean the world rather uh so they you know yeah, they, like with egypt and everything like that yeah they go the, all the over so. yeah they 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 definitely have integrated the culture into us you know like believing it's super you know what i'm saying like 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 meshing the superhero and the culture they've done a great job at doing that and like it's going to be beautiful and masterful to see it done with wakanda because of the outfits the colors the hairstyles you know what i'm saying everything that that is what makes you know african people beautiful you know what i'm saying and indigenous like it's going to be a masterful piece and that's that's what like i think bad is saying is like once we get into that this is leading us into appreciating what they're giving us culture wise and showing us the depths into, you know, how their outfits, their hairstyles, you know what I'm saying? Just different things about like how they, you know, mannerisms in like their parental stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and family orientated, you know what I'm saying? Like, like obviously this, this series is very family orientated and that's what they're trying to keep us around. It's like, you know, Kamala is all about family. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what her family had. That's, that's, that's what her grandmother was all about. It was just keeping, you know what I'm saying? Her fam So, that's that's I think what you know like the the phase four kind of you know message with this is is more going into like just culture and family and how we're all different but we're all blended you know what I'm saying and that that's how we get America technically you know what I mean like just saying fair enough well listen uh I still enjoy the show um honestly you know what I think my biggest problem I think that this show uh and we gotta we gotta close after this we gotta get to Stephanie's question but I think that this show is going to uh, unfortunately be handicapped by the six six show cap that Disney seems to be adamant about for these Marvel shows. I think this show would have benefited from a 12, se a 12 show season. Um, I think this show needs more time to stretch its legs and to show us more and that way we don't feel like they have to hurry up and cram in some villain in the last, the, the very last episode uh, I think this show really wanted to show a lot and had a little bit of time to do it. And I think that that's where we're faltering. Well, real quick, Vince. It, yeah, I don't think that's necessary because this this is actually rolling into mo a movie. So it's it's not it's not like it's not like the other series where you got to wait till the next season. You know, what I'm saying for the for the story to continue. This story will continue in the Marvel's, Marvel's movie, yeah. uh, in the Marvel's movie. So you'll get you'll get whatever villain at that point that you're going to be dealing with. But I, but I, even with that being said, six episodes just seems like a, a very yeah, short man. amount of time for yeah. anything. For any yeah, I'm always down for more episodes. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I, they, they miraculously, and I know you weren't a big fan, Ty, but they miraculously got through Moon Knight and gave us good content from my, from my but with, with Miss Marvel, they're more, I feel like they're trying to get, they're not only giving her story, but the culture story and the, the story of the country and the family and, and then that with the superhero stuff, and I think that it's just not enough time. It's a right, true origin story. True origin story, like Tyrone said. It's a very. It, this is a, the truest of true origin stories. This is like fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It's, it's but it's more the story and not the movie. Or you know, yeah. we, got, we got time. 
we're down to four minutes, guys, unfortunately, which means we got to kind of keep our answers short here. But Stephanie, if you don't mind repeating your question and then answering, and then we'll go around the horn, starting with Yaz, Tyrone, Talim, and then I'll close this out and we'll get it by. Sure. What child or kid villain do you want to see when you think about your favorite villains? Who would you like to see having a kid to continue their villainous legacy? Whether an existing character or just a villain you like, you're like, oh, I wish they did have a kid. Just like Heimdall's son was created for this movie. Um, mm. Should I go ahead and answer first? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So I want to see Killmonger's daughter, who exists only in my head at this point as far as I know. <laughs> but I would love to see That's a up, little 10-12 revolutionary black girl with big Afro puffs just fucking shit up. Throwing Molotov cocktails and fighting police. Uh, that's what I want. Killmonger's little girl. Okay. All right. Does anybody else have an answer yet? Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tyrone. Uh, yeah, go oh, yeah. No, I I mean, they, they already exist, uh, but I would actually like to see uh, the Young Avengers beat the hell out of Speed and Wiccan as like, I want them to be villains because that, that ice cream song really messed that. They need to pay for that. So uh, that's, I was that's thinking what that I, like too. I was thinking they would be pretty dope villains because like you know, mom <laughs> went bad. You know what I'm saying? Like we found the dark hold or something. You know, I thought I think that would be cool. Like, that would be cool. Yeah, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, why is he? Tra he's trying to kill kids. Like those are chill. They're like toddlers. I didn't say kill. I said beat the hell out of beat those kids. <laughs> <laughs> you said make believe or real. So you know you got you got to go with the real if, if that's what it is. Okay. Um, I, I would like to see, okay, so it's not like a thing yet, but, um, Korg and Dwayne, I'd love to see their, their child be evil. Cause like all the Korgs are super nice. So an evil Korg, I mean, that would be awesome. And then like, I would like to see him go after or the gods dude, whatever, his daughter, who's got like, you know, those Thor awesome fucking powers. I think that would yeah. be like a badass showdown because he likes <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. I, just, I think that'd be funny as shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Lisa. Uh, yeah, we didn't, there's no spoiler. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, that's good. Ty, real quick, man. Uh, wrap, uh, then I'll go on and we'll wrap up. Oh, man, this is tough for me. Um, I would like to see a bad a, a, a venom a venom oh. i would want to see like a venom symbiote child that was just bad as fuck like, oh. that so, would be all right, okay all right that's good so we've got uh young killmonger kill killer mongera uh we got little uh, <laughs> little baby little baby uh uh uh, uh Korga. uh we got uh, death to wicked and speed uh <laughs> And then we've got, yo, I didn't know we were supposed to pick kids as well. I thought that they could battle adults. And I didn't even, I chose somebody that's not even from any of these universes. Is that okay, Steph? Were they supposed to be Marvel characters? Okay. Uh, mine's a little out the box. I would like to see young Patriot battle Stinkmeaner from the Boondocks. Stinkmeaner. Uh, <laughs> I want Stinkmeaner to come out. I want him, hey, motherfucker, God damn it. What? What, what, what was granddad name? What? Yo! I, uh, fuck, I forget his name. Don't what? try to stab Nagas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was like, God damn it, Stink Yo, I, yo, I, Stink Meter was so funny. He came back to, like, he, they had to exercise him out of, the, out of uh, 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 what's his name's body. Uh, he came back with uh, karate, uh, with with two with yep. three homeboys, Red Fox. Uh, 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 what's the name from, from 
you gotta watch Boondocks. I guess this is what I'm basically trying to say. And Stink Meter is who I would like to see. One of those young Avengers, preferably Patriot, uh, because that's you know uh, probably going to be the new Captain America. Uh, do his thing, man. Great question as always. Stephanie always leading us with the questions of the day. I got a better answer. Oh well, you may have to... I, I, I well this just because like mine <laughs> pertains to like something that most people haven't seen. So what if what if Ultron had a baby, and they fought with Xavier's child, Professor Xavier? Well, you know what? We'll talk about that right after these few messages. We'll be right back in one week. Um, <laughs> all right, now listen. Uh, uh, guys, unfortunately, that's a great question. Uh, that's one that I'll be here for, but we are out of time. So please make sure y'all tune in with us next week. As always, thank you so much, Ty, Yaz, Steph, and my boy, Talim. Even a homegirl, Ama, who was in the background with Comedy Hub, kind of paying attention. As for all of y'all, please enjoy the rest of your day, weekend, and your week coming up. And make sure y'all drop us a line. Like, comment, share, and do what you can to interact with us, man. We love all y'all. And if you are a geek, go ahead and make sure you... Oh, see, I can't say this wrong. Uh, if you yourself, be yourself. Hold on, wait. Be yourself. <laughs> be your authentic self. If you're not, you're being fake. And of course, as always, like we always say, even though Steph missed the freestyle session, if you a geek, go ahead, bruh. Let that geek flag fly. Hallelujah! I find it hard to be like a keeper. We ninja hanging in the uncle. I was hanging in the negative and energy to say out the vicinity. Oh, yeah, yeah.